Hello, this is uh, Nick Kennedy, your great man. And uh, today is uh, Thursday. Um, uh, I have been gone for, uh, I guess, uh, maybe a little under a week. Uh, the reason is because uh, this is a hobby of mine, but I actually have a, a job uh, in the technical field. I believe uh, most of you probably know that. And uh, they have this nasty habit of wanting you to recertify in certain areas. Even after 30 years, I still have to go back uh, every two years and uh, just prove that I have forgotten anything, um, which, I, which I don't mind doing, actually. I think two years is a little short, maybe more like three or four, or even five. Um, but every two years just seems like a little bit uh, uh, overkill. But they're the ones that are the powers that be. So I go and I certify, but I am back now. Uh, and this is part two of uh, my crushes. Uh, these are women that uh, I started part one last week that uh, you know I've had mad crushes on uh, from when I was a little knee-high lad until uh, you know today. Um, a lot of them I still carry a torch for today. Uh, so um, before we begin, I just wanted to give a shout out to my Nigerian brother, the big K out there. Uh, he's got some stuff he's dealing with with uh, business, and when he's finished, he's going to come back and just want you to realize, big guy, uh, we miss you. We got the seat warm waiting for you. When you can, you can just let us know and slide back in there. Got a few uh, ideas we could do together. One of which is I would love to uh, to do a, a show on um, on African culture and American movies and how they influence us. I think that would be a really interesting one. And I know you're the man for that. So come on back when you got some time. Anyway, um, with no further ado, I believe I left off last time talking about uh, Christina Aguilera. I mentioned that uh, album she did in 2005, kind of a, a throwback to the Big Band era um, before my time, believe it or not. Yes, there was time before me. Um, and uh, um, don't remember the album still, but it had... <laughs> Uh, Ain't no other man and Candyman and uh, it was uh, it was a fun album. Um, it was a fun album. Two thousand five, not to a lot of fanfare. I don't think it was probably one of her more successful uh, albums, but uh, I liked it and I think she looked really hot in it. So kudos to her for that. Um, moving along, the next one is uh, Salma Hayek. What can I possibly say about Salma Hayek? That is not already said. Very, very smart woman. Very good businesswoman. Um, she was actually for a short time engaged to Ed Norton. And uh, then I guess they, they ended their uh, engagement. And uh, they asked her why. And she said, uh, my husband's got to be someone who's got bigger balls than me. Okay. Um, I think she's a very fine actress. I think she's very smart, very good businesswoman. Apart from all the fact her her beauty aside, her first role actually was in a um, a movie, uh, Fair Play, which came out in like 1994. Uh, back then, Cindy Crawford pretty much owned the world. Anyone um, around my age that remembers like 94, 95 knows what I'm talking about. You couldn't put on the TV without Cindy Crawford being in something. Um, she had her own, um, you know, shows. And actually, I think Dennis Leary once made a joke saying back then, saying that he just wondered Cindy Crawford 24 by 7 um, channel. So uh, that she was really was everywhere. Uh, and then uh, 
she decided that she would venture into movies, which Fair Play was one. Um, and there was a scene where a very angry Latina woman came in and uh, one of the bald ones was in that. I, I think it was Stephen, although I know it was Malik. It was one of the other bald ones, Billy or Stephen or somebody. I want to say it was Stephen, but I could be wrong. But anyway, uh, he played the, the, the male star and uh, he had an angry girlfriend that came in the uh, police station and yelled at him in, in Spanish, I think. And anyway, that was Salma Hayek. I believe that was her first appearance ever. Uh, and that was 1994. And then, of course, she did uh, From Dust Till Dawn, which was a Robert Rodriguez film done with Quentin Tarantino, starring Harvey Keitel, George Clooney, Quentin Tarantino, Juliette Lewis, and probably a whole bunch of others. Um, and she played a, a vampire stripper, very short scene, very memorable scene. For those of you who like Selma Hayek and have not seen it, I would go to YouTube and look that up. It's only about three minutes, but it's a wow. It's a three really hot minutes. Uh, yeah, so she did that movie with uh, Fair Play uh, with Cindy Crawford. And, and getting back to what I was saying about Cindy Crawford, that she was everywhere. Um, and, and then she made the bad decision uh, that she wanted to try her hang, hand at singing in a commercial. And there was a Charlie commercial. Now, this woman did absolutely. It was Cindy's world, and we just lived there uh, until this commercial. And uh, she got in and she was, you know, dancing, looking hot, that's fine. And then she decided to sing at the very end. And they call it Charlie. And uh, if you think my singing was just bad then, and I'm sure it was, uh, hers was much worse. And um, that one line, just everything stopped. She just went from being, uh, you know, the, the um, goddess of everything, uh, you know, seen and unseen to a laughing stock. Uh, and as a matter of fact, I remember I was watching Saturday Night Live back, back in those days. The show was actually funny. Um, it didn't just grandstand politics. They actually tried something called humor. And uh, David Spade was doing like the Hollywood Minute on the Weekend Update. Uh, and he, he was a very funny, funny guy, always with quips and, and jabs. He probably couldn't get away with that now. Um, but uh, yeah, he showed a picture of Cindy Crawford. And he's like, and they call it tone deaf. Uh, so uh, it, would, it would be funny if you saw him do it, but anyway, yeah, that was uh, that was that was funny, and and then her popularity. I mean, she's always popular. She's popular now, but you can't compare it to you know before before and after the commercial. Believe it or not, that one singing line um, just destroyed her uh, her empire. I mean, it, like I said, she she does not want for any money or fame or her beauty. She still has it, but I'm just saying that the the heights that she reached. Um, was was significantly reduced for that one one line one commercial. Moving on, uh, Penelope Cruz. Oh, now the interesting thing about Penelope Cruz, besides the fact that she's like besties with uh, Summer Hayek, is uh, she did a movie, um, I, I, Spanish or I'm not sure it was South American somehow or Spanish, but it was called um, Open Your Eyes, and uh, it was in Spanish. And it was a pretty good movie. I actually liked it. I did see it, but it was uh, subtitled in England. English doesn't bother me. Although now I can actually speak mostly Spanish, so I, I probably wouldn't need the subtitles, but regardless. Um, and then she, there was a remake of that movie called Vanilla Sky, starring Tom Cruise. 
And she actually played the same role she played in the original in the remake, only she spoke English. And she did it with Vanilla Sky and Tom Cruise. They dated, you know, there was a little joke going if they married, she didn't have to change her name, although they're spelled differently. But, uh, but you yeah, know, they had a thing going and um, no, then they didn't, I think it was short lived. But uh, if, as far as the movie critic in me, um, if you want to see the original and you don't mind English subtitles, highly recommend you see, uh, uh, I think it was called Open Your Eyes, uh, Vanilla Sky, Take a Pass. Uh, I, I liked basically Tom Cruise, um, say what you want about his politics and all that. Uh, he's a true talent. I like him because uh, uh, he uh, he's really a man. He won't let himself be emasculated. Nowadays, when you see people like Chris Helmsworth, um, you know, embarrassing himself, looking like an idiot in some movies. Or most recently, David Tennant, um, you know, basically humiliated in, in, in Doctor Who. Tom Cruise, uh, I, I, I would be surprised if he hasn't let himself uh, be emasculated on, on film. Um, you got to say that much for me. He's a man. I mean, no doubt he's a man. Um, and anything else, you know, I mean, he was, he's miscast a lot of things. He never should do those Reacher movies. I'm a big Reacher fan. The TV uh, has gotten a guy that pretty much nails it. Um, except he's too pretty for the, for the book reacher. Uh, the book reacher is a kind of a guy with scraggly hair and a beard, but I mean, the physique, yes. Um, you know, six foot three, 250 pounds. I mean, every bit like a gorilla, that's what reacher should be, um, not Tom Cruise. These were those tangents I get off, by the way. Um, but anyway, so I mean, Tom Cruise is a great actor, by the way. Uh, Magnolia, uh, one of the best performances I've ever seen. Um, so I, I would not say I'm a big Tom Cruise fan for a few reasons. I think, you know, I think his, his ego should be checked at the door a little bit. Um, but you can't deny the guy's a, a real man and then the guy can act the lights out. Uh, so, uh, you know, all the respect in the world to Tom Cruise. I'm not sure I'd want him over for, for dinner, though. Uh, but anyway, getting on. Um, Penelope Cruz, if you don't mind subtitled movies, Volver. Uh, she did that excellent movie, very funny movie. I, I have that. I watch it occasionally. Um, but yeah, beautiful, beautiful woman. Um, yeah, absolutely. Next one is Nia Long. Uh, Nia Long. First time I heard about Nia Long, I had was back in the days where I worked in the theaters. Um, there was a movie made in America, I believe it was called, uh, with Ted Danson and Whoopi Goldberg. Who were at the time engaged? Isn't that kind of weird? It never. Actually, at the time, it was weird. Um, and looking back, you know, 30, 40 years later, whatever it was, still seems weird. Uh, but they were, and they uh, dated up. Um, I think the movies, if I'm not mistaken, it was something to do with the fact with uh, um, they found out that uh, Ted Danson gave the sperm to a donation egg, which Whoopi had, and made Neil Long and. Somehow, Neil Long, who's, you know, obviously black, had to do with the fact that her father was, um, you know, some Texan white guy. It was an okay movie. I mean, you know, as far as silly movies go, it was fine. One thing that did catch my eye was this young girl, Neil Long, probably about 16 or 17 at the time, who I, I really thought was going to be uh, a real, uh, you know, big, big hitter, heavy hitter when she got older. Don't think she ever reached um, that height, unfortunately. But it's, it's kind of interesting when you see these young people, you know, coming up and think, oh, you know, I bet they're going to set the world on fire. Sometimes they do. Like Selena Gomez. Um, my son used to watch, uh, 
you know, Wizards of Waverly Place all the time. And I can tell that girl's going to be a star. Um, and lo and behold, she is. Uh, not for her medical reasons, I think she would be even a bigger star. Uh, anyway, moving along. Oh, this one is not quite... Um, not quite part of the, it's, it's a worthy mentioning because it was like one one thing, one night, um, back in like 99, 2000. Generally, yeah, she's had like really um, attractive times over the period of time. I wouldn't say I had a crush on her. We're talking about uh, Britney Spears. Uh, but she had definitely some moments um, where she was very attractive. I uh, was dating a woman back in like the late 90s, early 2000s when that award show came out. Um, up the MTV, I don't remember what it was. Um, but the woman I was with was just, you know, tired of, of Britney Spears. Britney's this, Britney's that. I'm so tired of that woman. And she's going to perform. And it was the performance where she came out with that nude outfit, which uh, afterwards a lot of, of women copied it. Heidi Montague, I think, was one that just popped into my head. Um, but anyway, uh, but at the time it was, it, was, it was new, it was different. And she came out and she looked nude, of course, she was fully dressed. And she put on a hell of an exhibition and uh, everyone just the mouth dropped and were mesmerized. And uh, when she was done, uh, the woman I was dating turned to me and said, I will never say another bad thing about Britney Spears for the rest of my life. Didn't keep that promise by the way, but, uh, but that night was Britney's night. And um, there was a few other times that she really impressed me. For me, I think where she jumped the shark was the shaving of her head. Um, you can't unsee that. And, and whenever I see Britney now, I have that in the back of my mind, you know, what she looked like when she was bald, uh, which, you know, probably no worse than any, any, any other woman bald. I'm not a big fan of baldness of women. But uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, Charlotte McKinney. Charlotte McKinney is probably not one of those better known models. Um, she's mostly known, I think, for her Carl Jr. burger commercial. And there's a few other things she's done. Uh, very busty, very beautiful, um, blonde hair, blue eyed. I kind of equate her um, kind of getting popular because of Kate Upton, um, who's actually my next one. I can do them both together. So I kind of plugged them in the same, in the same mold. Uh, but uh, Kate Upton was told all her life, you know, when she was growing up, that she was too fat, she was too big, she was too this, she was too that. You know, they 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 said she couldn't uh, be a model. They don't they don't you know like models uh, that you know are are big busted and 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 curvy, really curvy, not heavy like overweight, but I mean real curves. Um, and she was just so no 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 no, and she she plugged away at it, and uh, they end the. the she found Sports Illustrated and the rest is history. Uh, and uh, Kate Upton is just, oh, I can't say enough wonderful things about her. Uh, not only is she beautiful, she's also smart enough to marry Justin Verlander, one of the greatest uh, pitchers in my, my, my lifetime, actually. Um, never says anything stupid, doesn't talk politics, um, keeps within herself, her, her agent or her, her, her press agent or her manager or somebody uh, has really taught her the ropes. I've never known Kate Upton to embarrass herself or say anything to get anyone upset. The long thing that I remember actually was when Rick Michello, uh, when the Cy Young pitching for the Boston Red Sox, my team, um, 
he, he won the side down over Justin Verlander. And she came out and said that uh, she thought that her husband got robbed. Didn't bother me. I'm glad Rick Richello got it. Did she have a point? Yeah, she had a point. I think I would still think Rick should have won it, but nothing wrong with a woman coming out and defending her husband. Uh, kudos to that. And, um, and like I said, Kate Upton's done nothing uh, that's ever offended me or bothered me. Uh, so she's A-OK -okay in my book. And I think Charlotte McKinney, going back to Charlotte McKinney, uh, came in right under the coattails. With nothing wrong with that, by the way. Uh, when people start being a little bit more open-minded about what models should look like, uh, Charlotte McKinney came in, maybe not as a little thinner, let's say. Kate Upton can handle her weight. There, there are some women that can, and I, you know, she was never fat. I've never seen Kate Upton fat, but she can put on five pounds and and still look outstanding. Uh, Charlotte McKinney. Not quite the same same bod, um, but uh, you know, very busty, very blue eyed, very uh, blonde, um, uh, and I think that you know, Kate Upton opened the door, and Charlotte McKinney rightfully hopped in there, and uh, good for her. Very beautiful woman. Next one is Yasmin Bleeth. Of all the uh, Baywatch girls, um, obviously Pam Anderson. I mean, you know, again, she's like Raquel Welch. Who didn't love Pam Pam Anderson? Um, and there was a lot of beautiful women in, 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 um, in Baywatch, but uh, the one that I really had a torch for was Yasmin. Um, and I, I heard, heard character Caroline Holden. Oh, my God. I watched it all the time. The only issue is I had to have uh, the sound up, unfortunately. I, if I turn it down, my, my wife at the time would you know, get angry. If you're going to watch it, watch it. Turn the sound up. And uh, Well, anyway, uh, there was actually a Friends episode where uh, – Joey was watching uh, Baywatch, and uh, he was just like mesmerized. It's like Yasmin, run like the wind, Yasmin, uh, which is probably I think he, was, he spoke for all of us at the time. Uh, she was great when she was running. Uh, beautiful woman, you know. She's fallen on hard times now, I guess. Um, gained a little bit weight, I, you know. But I, I think of her back in the, in the mid '90s, maybe even the later '90s, and uh, I still hold a torch for her. Uh, next, Nikki Cox. Nikki Cox got her start uh, on a program, Unhappily Ever After. Uh, that was actually done by the same team that did um, Married with Children. Uh, if you liked Married with Children, I'd recommend you might want to uh, give Unhappily Ever After a shot. Same kind of brainless humor. Not going to save whales or anything. Um, but if you got like 25 minutes you want to kill, uh, I think they're pretty much all on YouTube. And it's brainless fun. Uh, very uh, self-deprecating, same old story, miserable father. His only friend is a, is a stuffed rabbit that talks back to him. Um, and Nikki Cox, though, she was probably about 16 in that. When she, but boy, she was beautiful. And um, that show ran for about four or five years. And then it, uh, it ended uh, unceremoniously. It was, uh, it was, you know, it was, like I said, not a great show. I would, if it, I would never turn it off. It was on. It was, you know, it was good for laughter too, like Married with Children. Um, but, uh, you know, I had no legs really. After that, she did a show called Nikki, where she played a, a Las Vegas uh, chorus girl, showgirl. And um, that was on for probably less than a season. I want to say maybe about a dozen episodes. I saw them all because I, I love that woman to death. I think she got her start, by the way, as an alien on. Uh, on Star Trek Next Generation, um, which is funny because you look back, uh, even under the alien makeup, you can kind of make out who it is. She might have been in that uh, 
Paula Abdul video, Forever Your Girl, Two If I'm Not Mistaken. Um, anyway, getting getting back to uh, to the point here. Um, so yeah, so Nikki Cox, and then uh, she did Vegas um, with with Dosh Dumel, and I think uh, James Khan. She was in that uh, for I don't know, like eighty percent of the episodes, maybe four out of five seasons, five out of six, whatever. Um, not sure what happened, but then she she left me because she married Jay Moore, uh, and then disappeared. And I really don't know much about her. I'd love to see her. Um, think about her a lot, actually. Jay Moore has divorced her. Uh, he's he's talking about she locks herself in a room and you know does a lot of drugs and all this kind of stuff. Who knows if that's true or not? I prefer to think that it might be just you know the bitterness of of, of uh, divorce, but uh, who knows? Um, but a very beautiful woman, and uh, I would like to see her again. And hopefully she's doing well. But she's by kind of a recluse. Um, now the next one, Scarlett Johansson. Um, my crush for her is 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 uh, not what it was. Uh, when she came on, um, I really uh, had a thing for Lost in Translation with Bill Murray, directed by Sophie Coppola, proved that she was a much better director than she was actor. Um, yeah, I still think about The Godfather Three, which. That was an unfortunate mistake. Well, what I understand, though, I mean, she did a terrible job in, in, in acting in that movie playing Al Pacino's daughter, Michael Corleone's daughter. But if, what I heard was, I, I won't swear by this, but I tend to believe it, was that they gave it to her at the last minute because what they were doing is they were eyeing uh, an actress, Rebecca Schaefer, who at the time was doing a USA uh, show called uh, My Sister Sham, Sam with a Pam Dauber. And uh, again, you know, this is just what I hear. I'm not, you know, take this with a grain of salt, but this is what the rumor mill has churned out that um, when she was going to get ready for one of her uh, last rehearsals before she got the role, there was a ring at the doorbell and she answered it. And of course we know that she was shot down dead uh, in cold blood. And uh, apparently Francis Ford Coppola uh, panicked because she was going to get the role and she was an accomplished actress. And he uh, he just plugged in his daughter. So regardless, um, you know, if that's true or not, uh, you know, what's done is done. And it was tragedy, certainly. Um, but uh, the point of the batter is she was a great director, very, very one of my favorite directors. And she did an outstanding job in Lost in Translation. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, I thought, was a very good in that, very beautiful. She also followed that up with a lot of movies, a very impressive, uh, she's an underrated actress. Uh, Love Song for Bobby Long is a, uh, a movie she did with John Travolta. Uh, and I, I think that's very underrated. I've come across it for those movies that I just happened to see on streaming. I'm like, ah, oh, why not? I like Scarlett Johansson, I kind of like John Travolta. Let's watch what they can do together. And it ended up being a, a very uh, good movie. And I forget the guy's name, but whoever played the, uh, the, the lead uh, lawyer in the, in the show Suits, with Meghan Markle, uh, he wants to say with it begins with a G or something. Anyway, uh, he's also in that movie, and the whole movie just works for me. Uh, so if you get a chance, uh, love song for Bobby Long. Uh, anyway, uh, with Scarlett Johansson, I just think she's kind of gotten a little bit uh, beyond herself. Oh, that means that I'm going to be running along if I don't move things. Um, so yeah, so I mean, um, I think she's 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 probably um getting getting a, a little bit you know 
beyond what she is, which is a beautiful, talented woman, no doubt. And you know, I, I just I I get the feeling that she's she's maybe um, you know she's she's uh, believing that uh, she's all about the bag of chips, and, and maybe she needs to just you know. Uh, cut it, cut it back a little bit, uh, but still a beautiful woman, and, and that woman, her talent for uh, um, acting is underrated. And I understand she's a very, very good singer too. Uh, anyway, next, Tyra Banks. Let me tell you, when she was in the '90s, oh my God, Sports Illustrated. I'm thinking '94, '95, blew my doors off. Um, very, very beautiful woman. Um, Loved her to death, and I know she hasn't really done anything movie-wise. She did something called like Life Size with uh, Lindsay Lohan back in the '90s. That was kind of a children's, you know, movie. But I mean, I wouldn't really consider that a real movie. Um, but uh, she's on of reality shows, modeling shows. Um, what's impressed me the most about her is that she's actually been able to handle weight. A lot of women can't, and she's had she's had some times where she looks kind of heavy. You know, and, and she usually takes care of her business, which is fine. I mean, God knows, I'm, I'm I've had my heavy days. I probably need to go on a diet myself after the holidays. Um, but uh, but she can handle the weight. I mean, some women can't, but I see I see Tyra uh, even looking drop dead gorgeous with a few pounds on her, and that's uh, not an easy thing to do, especially when you're getting older. So uh, so hats off to her. Um, a couple honorable mentions. Uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones um, didn't make the list because she never really quite had the body that I, I like. I mean, I, I know what I like. Um, but, I mean, if you, anyone who saw that movie Entrapment with Sean Connery, um, boy, you know, there's no denying uh, that she was uh, – <laughs> she had it all going on. No doubt about that. Uh and, uh, but so, yeah, I mean, I put that kind of in the same thing as like when I mentioned Britney Spears, there was a moment in time where uh, right around that, I want to say it's the late 90s where she didn't trap. And there's one scene where she's showing how she can beat the laser lights uh, as a burglar. And I think anybody of you guys or, or women, no judge, no judges here, no judgment here, um, that likes women. I mean, if you saw that scene, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh and uh, let me think if there's anybody else that I might have left. Oh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Um, I adore that woman. Love, 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 loved her. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, Heartbreakers, a uh, movie with Gene Hackman and Scurney Weaver. Wow. Uh, don't really like slasher movies, but anytime Jeff Love Hewitt puts a white tank top on, I'll be there. I know what he did last summer. Uh, client list hasn't seen. Haven't seen all the Ghost Whisperer, um, and I think she's actually got a role in that uh, show Nine One One, at least dead for a while. Not sure she's still doing that, but uh, oh boy, that woman! That uh, that woman, uh, she's got it all going on big time. Well, with that said, that's kind of um, we're going to leave it up. I'm I'm sure I missed some out, and uh, I might reinvent, you know, re revisit this uh, list going on uh, a little later. Um, what I think I'm going to do next, either tonight or tomorrow, is I'm going to do one on, um, on the last year or so of uh, movies made by Marvel and Disney and just see how they've done at the box office. Because uh, I think uh, a lot of people are, are doing shows on, on that. I try not to do a lot of politics here, take sides. I just, uh, you know, 
I want to just talk about the truth. Anyone who remembers that, that show Dragnet, Jack Webb, back in the 60s and 70s, I'm sure a lot of you don't know it, but there were two policemen and, and they'd go over and a woman would be, you know, called the police and she'd be going on and on and on. You know, oh, he's this and that, he was mean to me. Like, just the facts, man, just the facts. Well, that's all I, I'm going to try, at least for now. When, when Big K comes back, you might want to talk a little bit more about, you know, politics or, you know, whatever, social issues. But I, I think that's been done to death and it's, it tends to, uh, you know, divide people and I don't want to do that. If we can do it in a, in a, in a you know, happy no offensive no you know don't don't offend anybody or insult anybody i'd like to do that i think in my, my day a lot of people sat around bar rooms arguing about stuff and and we all left our uh, anger at the door when we went home um people seem to take their anger with them a lot so i don't i want to stay away from that but yeah we can we can we can talk about that kind of stuff um and if anyone's got any ideas you want to discuss, like I said, I mean, my email is uh, right up down there. I can talk a lot about a lot of things. I've got, a, you know, I'm a hypnotist. I, I'm a skilled lock picker. Um, I've done just about every job uh, short of uh, chimney sweeping. Uh, don't know cars. Uh, uh, but, yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm open to, to, to just about anything you guys want to do. We'll talk about uh, whatever. Anyway, uh, this is it. I hope. You had as much fun as I did, and it was good for you, too. Uh, join me again, and thank you for the time. Oh, please, uh, you know, like, share, and subscribe if you like this. Bye-bye now.